Hello everyone, welcome to the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about following the season theme of covering a list of genres in anime. Today I'll be talking about Makenki to introduce the Ichi genre. And before I even start, disclaimers, uh, spoiler alert, I'll be talking about the some of the story of the anime i'll be talking only about the first season and second of all for all intents and purposes i'll be talking about this anime in detail and the ichi gender as it is um let's say a touchy kind of subject because yeah you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to actually recommend something and everything related to that i'm doing this review in order to not only have some let's say to market as um as a reference but also because for the next few weeks i want to talk about uh time in anime the mid 2010s that we had a whole lot of let's say a whole lot of each anime coming out and in many many ways a whole lot of similar written anime and for that matter i kind of have to do this to introduce the subject because a whole lot of people may not have ever ever maybe watched the animes i will talk about later I'll talk about later, talk about the next episodes, but also, I don't know, I just want to talk about this thing, I don't, I don't actually have much to explain here. That being said, let's start, so, talking about Makinki uh, stats, so Makinki is originally a manga written by Hiromitsu Takeda, published in Dragon Monthly Dragon Age, it has 24 volumes, 120 something chapters, outside from the extras. And the original run was from April 2007 to March 2020. This is mostly from what I remember because they had some hiatuses at some points. And also because being a monthly public publication, the, the rate of publication was fairly sparse that being said the anime was the first season ran from october 2011 to december 2011 it has 12 episodes plus the ova it was done by aic spirits one of the um, subsidiaries from the aic incorporated group who one of the subsidiaries also made data live for the first season and some other, some other major animes nowadays. Nowadays, they, from what I could find, they are most mostly focused in, on games and some other stuff that's not actually related to anime, serializing anime weekly. So yeah, that's basically it. And now, just a quick side note. And I have to do this right now because I want to talk a bit about the offer Hiromitsu Takeda 
I chose Makenki to be into the introduction of the Ichi Jenner and I had a lot of options, some of which I want to talk about yet, but not 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 now. I don't think they are actually good introductions, they are more let's say advanced cases. But also I really wanted to talk about this one because it has let's say the pedigree of uh, actual actual itchy anime and manga because ya boy Hiromitsu Takeda is nowadays known by not only Makenki because and this is the thing right Makenki is the one hit wonder for him I say this because it's the only manga that he could actually get serialization on a major magazine as Dragon Age because Hiromitsu Takeda if you guys don't know he works a lot in doujinshi and basically hentai and hentai stuff more or less you can find him on twitter i may or may not leave it in the description for this episode but uh, but simple to say the guy knows his stuff when it comes to lewdness and the thing and this is really funny to me because you can actually see the things he's doing in his twitter and and the i mean nowadays he's working on a japanese rpg you you can't imagine what this is and from all his works in let's say the the comic cat only sold manga he has let's say a fairly defined personality and not only personality but the, his style is fairly unique although you could say it has some similarities to other artists all his works are really unique they are they really come out as his much like tree um studio triggers anime you can clearly identify as a studio trigger this is the best example i can give and and this is the thing right so uh, hiromitsu takeda once had this one and one manga that he did that is makenki that was actually serialized and one time he had this one manga that had two adaptations because the the first season of makenki was in 2011 and the second one was from january 2014 to march 2014 with 10 episodes There's episodes in the first one and i don't actually know how how did they get this thing adapted really because it's not that the manga is really lewd at the beginning but it's still pretty pretty out there i mean <laughs> Compared to things that we have nowadays, it's kind of, I would not say weak, but it is certainly softer than some other stuff that eventually got adapted into normal channels. But the thing is, the guy the guy stuck to it to the end, serialized 120 chapters of a story that he mostly, let's say, his concepts are good, but the implementation, mainly in the anime, are not really that well done. 
I'll talk more about that when we get there, but easy to say, this one is the best example I could give for the Etchy Channel, as I have been repeating myself. So, with the stats given, let's start. So, what is Makenki about? So, Makenki starts out, it's a really, really, and this I can clearly say this, this is a more of a, a shorter review, because this anime doesn't actually have that much to talk about, uh, mainly because I'm talking about the first season, but also because the, the anime itself, the both seasons, don't actually cover much of the story, much of the story that the manga, uh, and, and I read the whole manga a few years back, I didn't actually reread for this this episode, but eventually I want to actually review that. Anyways, that, that's not the point. The thing is, the first two seasons have so much setup that nothing happens, really. And the thing is, right, so the story starts as our main protagonist, Oyama Takeru, gets enrolled in Tenbi Academy. Tenbi Academy, as of the year that Takeru is enrolling, has become a co-ed school, so it was girls only for some time and now they are accepting boys and Takeru already has his childhood friend Amaya Haruko who's a second year so he's a first year in high school and Haruko is a second year and we already get from the very 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 beginning the um, uh, childhood friend flags and that she's she is clearly into him and she's a tsundere one, one of the uh, try to be the street man kind of grow up. I remember the first time I watched this, and now again after rewatching it, she reminds me a lot of Huki from Infinite Status. They are from the same, let's say, the same time frame. So I would not, I would not doubt there is some inspiration between the two. But anyways, the the thing is right. So Takeru has already. Uh, childhood friend and from his first episode and the first episode already presents all the chap characters that we actually need to know about so all the members of Makenki. Makenki we get explained later that Makenki is the um, let's say the security committee of the school because why does a school need a security committee? Because for whatever reason, in this school that, mind you, is located inside a independent region of Japan, they have powers, and not only powers, but they engage in duos to decide things. So, much like a lot of, let's say, game-related shonen, more or less, they engage in fights between the students to decide dumb stuff, be it cleaning duty, some kind of bet, some kind of whatever. And for for the fights to be fair, they need the security committee. And eventually, Takeru already gets um, into it. The, the first episode, really, they kind of present this already, but um, I say that, but it takes more or less like four episodes to do it. In the first episode also we get presented to Himegami Kodama who at the start and it really becomes confusing because the 
the story doesn't actually get to that point where we get the explanation of why she likes Takeru, but she starts hating Takeru because for some reason she has them. And they call the the special energy they use their weapons and they call it element. Element is the translation. I don't actually remember the word in Japanese, but whatever. The thing is, Himegami uh, Kodama at this point she doesn't like Takeru because for some reason he vibes as an enemy for her, and we don't actually know why. We don't actually know why she has enemies and whatever, but. Easy to say, eventually she starts liking the guy, and if you read the manga, you get the, the whole explanation. <laughs> but I'll talk about this later, let me finish the section. And then we also get introduced to the third main girl, that is Kushia Inaho, who is also a, let's say, a, a childhood friend from Takeru, but she, she starts off not only protecting him from... A fatal blow, but also by saying that she, uh, declaring that she is his fiance, and he doesn't actually remember of why. She says that doesn't actually remember her, give or take. So uh, basically, the, this whole thing is a mess. The the whole story at the beginning is a whole mess. It doesn't actually get much better from this point. That being said, what happens? Laying down the story is that eventually uh, we get the um, normal shonen arc where Takeru has this urge to defend the girls from fighting because he has a traumatic, he had a traumatic ex- experience as a, as a kid that he could not defend his mother and because of that his mother died and whatever and he goes through this whole thing where he's powerless and then when they actually give him power he tries to defend everybody and the story goes from there and and basically that's the whole story really also i and i need to actually talk about it one of the the let's say the main partner in crime for, for takeru because takeru at this point has only studied in all-boys school. So when he goes to a co-ed school, he's planning on doing the pervert stuff. So you can guess the, the whole thing. So spying on girls on the bath and whatever. The, the, whole, the whole pervert trope, right? And he has his partner in crime that is Kengo Usui. Kengo Usui as in the whole anime, the whole two seasons of the anime, not only the f- first season, but I clearly remember the second season, he doesn't actually have any development at the beginning of the story. Later on, he has a whole lot of development dumped into him from the get-go in the manga for basically to save the story. He Eventually, in the manga, he ends up saving the story, and, but that's not the point here. The thing is, for what's worth, Usui is my favorite character from the series, ma- mainly because of the, the manga, but he is the source of most of the, f- the fan service. And, and this is a thing, right? So I talked about the story, but I, n- I didn't yet touch on why this is part of the Echi genre. So let's start with the concept of fan service. Fan service... When we 
talk about in manga and anime. It's the whole thing basically boils down to to cater to the to the audience to show the audience something they want to see. In the manga and anime hobby, it has basically boiled down from years and years of people repeating it in a whole lot of stuff that fan service implies that some kind of lewdness happens in, on screen so they will just drop like uh, boobies and whatever in the middle of an episode in the middle of a fight and whatever just for the sake of it just to add shock value to to cater to the audience as i already said because of the of the stereotype of uh everyone who watches anime is basically a, a horny teenager and whatever the thing is i can kind of see that in many cases some of the anime that nowadays it happens a lot but maybe it has become a bit more subtle in many ways many in many series some series add um, this fan service this uh, penny shots press and whatever in the middle of whatever they're doing just because some um, sometimes things that do not appear in the source material uh, case in point most of the painting shots and whatever that happened in high school of the dead which the original manga doesn't actually have that much but the anime has a lot and so basically they added these fan service these itchy parts just to cater to the audience for some reason just to add the shock value to add to the to the tag let's say and Makinki, I can clearly say, does not have fan service. Why do I say that? Because the story is thin, like I just said. The when you read the manga, the source material, the source material is the way they portrayed it. The anime actually is really, really faithful to the source material because the source material is done like that. It, it does not add this HE4 fan service it is it, it, it one of the main selling points of Makinki is actually having that much lewdness inside of it so much so and coming back to what I was talking about Usui so much so that at the end of the volume um, generally uh, mangaka will do some kind of omake some kind of yeah, Yonkoma. Yonkoma is the four panel kind of um, little strip of comedy they generally do and so on and so forth. Towards the, um, let's say more or less, the, the ending of the story when <laughs> I like to imagine that uh, Hiromitsu Takeda was having some kind of trouble because he wanted to end the story but he had to stretch it for some, uh, some of the volumes. So some of the extras that he added in the manga are like Usui dreams and they are oh my god they are so and this is this is, comes back to the fact that uh, Hiromitsu Takeda works in the let's say comic cat only <laughs> kind of manga and the basis of it basically is Makinki I I think he has done Comic Cat stuff before he he still realized Makenki, but what I'm trying to say here is Makenki is an H anime from the get-go. It it is not a shonen anime with a lot of fan service. It's an H anime 
true and true and that's why that's why it basically fits in the genre and why i think it's a good introduction the anime comes from a, a source that has a lot of lewdness and the guy who writes it is an expert on it and that's more or less it for uh, let's say general review as for my opinion and i just want to say right both the ending and the opening are not not special really not something to worry uh, to write home about the animation is pretty i would say mediocre but from my experience people do not know the strict meaning of mediocre when i say mediocre it's it it, it means it's being in the in the medium so it's the halfway point let's say from competent from perfection to abject incompetence the animation is a 5 out of 10 let's say it's serviceable and that's basically they the few action parts that they have in the anime are really cut up uh, really stiff and frame recycle and whatever it's serviceable at, at the very best because again it is not the focus for for this anime <laughs> this anime is mainly for the ichi and that's basically it. The, the story is that thin it becomes a bit more emotional towards the end because they begin to dump a lot of information a whole lot of lore dumps we i don't actually think it's that much but there's a whole streak or i think a whole volume actually just to the backstory of kodama uh, himegami and what the hell is happening in the story at that point because the whole thing becomes so convoluted i would say actually um proportionally like um, relatively the action scenes are better in the manga than the anime if that makes sense and i mean that's and that's basically it um just to be clear again i don't actually recommend anyone to watch this anime if they won't don't want to i don't want, actually think it will wed much for a hypertorium if you want to watch it, watch it, but again, the story is thin and it just works if you want to see lewdness, which I do not I do not condone, but at the same time, I don't know, man, if you like it, you like it, and maybe I just gave you a good indication, I don't know. The thing is, right, so this is a review just for reference, for future reference, for what I want to still talk about and a whole lot of other anime and manga that eventually I will review because uh, <laughs> as it turns out there's a lot of itchy stuff on the market but yeah that's basically it so if you like what I do if you like the show if you like my work thank you for listening if you can please like share subscribe follow depending on the platform you're in and I hope to s I hope you stick around until next time, bye.